good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Brent Fruget. Hello. Folks, we have an excellent episode on today's show we're gonna be talking about top gun with tom cruise top gun with tom cruise sorry i don't know why that that's just sounded like good alliteration right there and uh tim robbins and uh that's about it those are the only stars <laughs> son of a gun yep as always uh but we have an excellent episode as always like i said top gun on today's episode we always do a what have you seen lately um, but is there anything else you guys want to do on today's show? Because I was thinking maybe we could do some more of like this or that. Like, because we always do this or that's to end the show. But what if we did some like this or that uh, just with movies uh, that we haven't reviewed on the show? You know? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, but, but, but first, before we get into that, let's, uh, let's get into what we've seen lately. Okay. Okay. So, Aaron, do you want to do want to kick us off or? Uh, really, no movies. Kids movies with Leland on Saturday morning. And then, uh, like I said last time, we've been catching up on Red Dwarf. We are in new yeah. territory for us. The seasons, the so basically it ended in, oh, shoot, I don't know, 90, whatever it was. And then they came back in the 2000s. So I think we're up to like 2016 season. And uh, it's weird because there's such giant gaps in between seasons and they're so visibly older. You know, it started before I was born and they were all young. And now it's like we're getting to modern day (laughs) seasons and they're old gray haired men. But man, I do love that show. That's on. Did you see that? That's, That's on Netflix. Uh, no, I don't know if it's available anywhere. That's a BBC show, so I'm not sure. Oh, do you have the box set? I have all the DVDs, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, you're an old ass man. You just showed your uh, yeah, that was like one of the first gifts that Amber bought me for uh, for a birthday. I think it was like a, a box set of the first nine seasons, and then they continued to make more so we kept buying the the other ones but how did you even stumble upon this show uh it used to be on the sci-fi channel late at night when we were younger and we used to watch it interesting interesting so i don't know how many i i have no idea how popular it is i know it's popular in the uk i don't know if a lot of people in america know about it i would imagine there has to be if they're showing it on a cable network i don't know it's great. It's the best thing ever. But well, no, here. no, no movies. I uh, I just googled, has anyone seen Red Dwarf? <laughs> and God, this is kind of funny. 
the like the other questions people ask are how popular is Red Dwarf? And it says Red Dwarf is the 65th most popular contemporary TV program and the 141st most famous. So to put that into context, it's halfway. <laughs> halfway of what what are you talking about? You know, just halfway. Oh, yeah. Halfway. Okay. Oh, that all makes sense. Yeah. Halfway. Yep. Okay. So that that's all you all you've seen though? Yeah, yeah, that's really all we've been doing is watching that. That and baseball, but you know, yeah. that is what it is. Yeah. Yep, yep. The Mariners suck every year. Yeah. Every year for the and past the twenty-two years. Astros are still cheating, so nothing's uh, nothing's changed. All is right in the world. I think everybody's cheating. I just think the Mariners can't even do that right. Basically. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh Brent, what about you? What have you seen lately? Uh, there's actually a couple of things. Um, I watched the Conjuring Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It on HBO Max, the new one. Yeah, how's that? It um like it wasn't a horrible movie. I'm I'm a I like the conjuring movies. Like I haven't seen any of the spin-offs like Annabelle and all that. So but I've mm-hmm. seen like Conjuring One, Two, and Now Three. And I like the first two a lot. The third one, like it wasn't as good. It was so I mean, I don't know. Like it was still a decent movie. Like I wasn't upset that I watched it, but it just didn't stack up with the first two, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, I've I've seen the first one. The first one is fantastic. Yeah, I, I I think the first one's the best, and then second and third, obviously. I think this is the weakest of the bunch. But like I said, it's still yeah. I don't know, decent horror movie. Like is. It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no, that was about a decent horror movie. Like, is this, I wasn't upset that I watched it. Gotcha. Is the second one still in that house, or are, are all three of the Conjurings in the house, or no? They're different stories that. Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, quote, I investigated, I guess. The first one, it's one family. The second one is a family in England or somewhere in Britain. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, it's not even really a house. It's a person that gets like possessed and he kills somebody. And he says, basically saying the demon possessed him and made him kill it. And they're trying to prove that a demon possessed this guy and made him kill somebody. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. And it's based off a real court case. And, but oh. like, I did some research uh, afterwards because I like doing that. And apparently there was a lot of stuff that they just made up for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but, I, yeah. we've kind of talked about that on the show a little bit. Like, yeah. it's, it's no surprise that they, they just make stuff up. Yeah. So, uh, but what else have you seen? Uh, the other thing I watched was um, on Netflix, Bo Burnham's new stand-up thing. Oh, yeah. How um, is it? Inside. It's not stand-up. Like, he does his songs like he does in his stand-up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like Bo Burnham. So I was like, I'm going to check this out. And basically, it's just him in his house recording everything. Like, he, at one point in the thing, he said it's he's been doing working on this for a year so like all through quarantine, he basically just has a camera and he's directing, lighting, doing everything himself. And I don't know if you like Bo Burnham, I think you'll like this, but it's kind of interesting because like at first it starts off and it's, yeah, this is kind of funny. But then as it goes on, it's like, yeah, him going into like, I don't know, like depression and 
stuff like that and it takes kind of a different turn yeah and i'm like is this like was he really going through this or is this yeah, all yeah. an act like, he was, no he was so he um i think he started going more into directing um and doing less of the stand-up stuff because like well he mental talks health of, and yeah. de- depression and stuff he kind of talks about it in the special he was saying he like took like 2016 or something like that was yeah. the last time he did stand up because he was feeling like a whole bunch of anxiety on stage and stuff exactly, like that. Yeah. So he stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. And then he decides, oh, yeah, 2020, like in, he says in January of 2020, he's like, I'm going to start touring again. And then COVID happened. So, yeah. And then this is, this is uh, kind of the result of yeah, it's, his creativity. Yeah. And it's interesting. And like I said, if, you're going in for just comedy. It's not that like it gets kind of serious. Yeah. But it's yeah. still an interesting watch. Yeah. Um, and there's another um, stand-up special. God, and I can't think of the name of it. Uh, but there's this, he's the co-creator of uh, the Chappelle show. Neil Brennan. That's right. Yeah. Neil Brennan's three mics. And he has like, literally three different mics on stage one is for jokes one is for depressing shit and the other is for like serious shit or something like that he, he says it all in the stand-up but it's it's very interesting because like that i feel like this uh bo burnham one is kind of like this neil brennan thing where it's a different brand of comedy where it's still funny but then there's also parts of it where it's very relatable and and you know hard yeah. truths dark truths almost yeah and it's also interesting because like like I said, it was just him by himself doing all of this. Mm-hmm. So like there'll be like clips of him showing like how trying to get like the lighting perfect for his song that he's about to sing and doing all this stuff. And there's like some points where like stuff isn't going the way he wants it. And you see him getting like frustrated and right. like getting real upset and things like that. So it's like I said, it's not just funny. And like even the songs as they go on, because, you know, like, he has a white woman's Instagram, which I think is the yes. funniest song on there. So funny. I've seen clips towards the beginning, like towards, as it goes on, even the songs become a little more like, yeah, he's still putting like his humor, his like dark humor in it, but it's a little more serious. I'm like, Oh dang, I didn't really think of that. Or, Oh man, he's going through something right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. That's, that's one I really want to see though. That is one that I really want to see yeah um i was gonna ask you something else about it and i can't remember oh no actually i don't know what i was listening to but there was some scientists i was saying like people are like kept inside right now and it's um one of the best things for like creativity and i think we're seeing that with with a lot of the things happening um but he said we went through this in different periods as like humans and stuff like that like during world war ii like there was a lot of creativity and artists that came out of that and then again with vietnam and and the music that happened and everything so like periods of of hard points and depression um can create giant blooming periods of of creativity it's because well especially with like covid it's like that's because that's all they had to do and like with Vietnam, it's like there's something big going on. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to write a song about this. And so, I mean, like right. you said, just events, man. Like, it yeah. can bring out that. Like, the Renaissance age, that was huge because of everything that was going on around that time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else you've seen? Uh, like, that's pretty much, like, the two big ones. Like, you know, I don't know, just 
other stuff that I don't really even remember or that's really worth mentioning. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, as for me, I've only seen Mad Men and we actually haven't even been watching a ton of that. It's been kind of crazy busy for me. So, um, but I think we only have like six episodes left. So I will hopefully next week or two weeks from now, we'll have a final update of, of what I thought my final thoughts on Mad Men and how it ends. Uh, so very we'll quickly, yeah. uh, a tie-in to Top Gun. Did you know that boring, all-time most boring human on the world and on the planet, John Hamm, is going to be in Top Gun 2? I did not. I, I'm excited to see it now. Yeah, he doesn't even have a name. Because he's probably just, like we said, he's probably just white guy. Stop. You like you said name. like you said, you hate him for no reason. I don't hate him. Yeah, you do. It's like I've said all the time, he's not even interesting enough to hate. <laughs> but you talk blah. about him a lot. So. Yeah. That's because Mike keeps watching that dumb show. No, he's living rent free in your head. Let's be real. <laughs> nope. John John uh Ham has a has a, a free apartment living right up in, in Aaron's head. God I'm, I am Looking at this Top Gun 2, I'm worried about the John Hamm and Miles Teller. Hey, Miles Teller is not was in Whiplash. Congrats. Okay. Yep. What else? Didn't Val Kilmer? Speaking of, didn't he have like esophageal cancer? Uh, yeah, something like that. Some sort of throat cancer thing i don't know if it was actually cancer i don't want to say the wrong thing but yes yes i'll look it up i'll look it up I'm real pretty quick. sure it was because shane would talk about it he can barely Shane's talk now he had throat cancer okay um he went public with the illness in 2017 so what movie was it that he couldn't speak oh, he like- did a lot of movies where he barely had any lines or had no lines at all Interesting, man. A lot of like straight to DVD type of stuff. Yeah. What did we watch? I think Brent, you watched it with us, where he played uh, like the a scene. serial killer type yeah, of thing in a whistled. jailhouse. Yeah. Like and he never was... said anything. Yeah, all he ever did was whistle, and I don't even think it was him whistling. It was probably somebody dubbing over yep. a whistle. Was it the Snowman? Did we? I watch think it's called one? the. I think it, I'm looking at his thing. Let me look. I think it's the Traveler. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't see that one. Yep. Uh, 2010. 4.1 on IMDb. But that was... Hold on. Because what I just saw on the Googles... Well, he announced it publicly in that year. He he hid it for many years. Well, but it said he was diagnosed in 2014. Oh. So maybe... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it was an early start. Who knows? Yeah. That's Who the knows? only one that stands out to me. I I guess I don't watch a lot of his... Yeah, anyway, the, we've Awful talked about it enough about... Yeah, we've talked enough about Val Kilmer. But, uh, yes, so we're doing Top Gun. Um, I do want to do some of these this or that, so... Go for it. Oh, time out. Okay. Can I bring something up? For sure. Good Lord, <laughs> yes. What's up? I, I I took a few long drives down to my dad's land to pick up my camper. And yeah. on the way, I listened to some of our older podcasts. Oh, my God. And one of my all-time favorite movies and all-time favorite performances is Hugh Jackman in Prisoners. Okay. You yeah, had the you? gall yeah. to open your statements with 
I think Hugh Jackman dropped the ball with his performance. Really? Did I say? Oh that? my gosh! Hmm. <sighs> so, uh, anyways, was that yeah, me? Did we, I say? That? Did I do that? That's what Mike's like. We can't trust anything you say. That's. I mean, could but you continue? Ever? Go ahead. Say some things that we hold can't on, trust. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What episode was that? Oh gosh, that was long ago. That's what I'm saying. So that was back when uh, your brother was on the podcast with us. I'm trying to find it right now. Give me one second, because. You know, I will say I've learned a lot since we started doing this. And I think it's that I'm a very inconsistent critic. Okay. That's yep. one of the okay. one of the main things I'd take away from everything I say. Sometimes it's just how I feel. Somehow sometimes it's just that was the eighty seventh movie we had ever done. And I still gave that movie an eight point five. So I don't want to You did. Hear it. You did. So maybe I was just like, you know, some parts of his performance weren't that great, but overall it's probably still good. Which, again, going back to what I just said, the inconsistency of my, uh, my crit- crit- criticisms. Mm-hmm. You know? I just wanted to bring that up because I couldn't believe it. I was, yeah, I was laughing in my truck. I was like, Are you kidding me? Well, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. It's fine. Yeah. I, mean, um, I get it. He's no John Hamm, but he that's did what I'm saying, so man. good in that movie. John Hamm. All right. Anyway, this or that. What do you got? Uh okay, the Hangover, mm-hmm. or the Devil Wears Prada. Oh boy! Stop. Um, you're talking about the first Hangover, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd just the just hangover. the first. Yeah, I guess I would. Really, you guys don't like the Devil Wears Prada? I don't like I the don't... Hangover either. Yeah, well, I mean, I like the first Hangover, and I don't mind the Devil Wears Prada, but between those two, I'd probably just go with the first Hangover. Okay. Okay. Devil Wears Prada. That's with uh, what's her name? Cat Anne Half the Way. Half the Way. Yep. Yeah. Um, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean or The Hangover. Mm. And we're doing, we're talking about the Curse of the Black Pearl first one. Uh, I'd go it that one. That yeah, one. That's not even yeah. a bad movie. Well, I think, we're not trying to do bad movies over here. No, no, I know. I'm just. Well, Aaron thinks they're bad movies. Like every movie that you've mentioned so far, Aaron thinks is a bad. Movie. It's not the first one's fine enough. They should have stopped there. I would probably, I don't know. I think I would just go with The Hangover because that's I'm all, I lean more towards comedies and that's a funnier movie. Okay, okay. Uh, Ocean's Eleven or uh, we'll do The Hangover again. God, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, probably Ocean's Eleven. That's an interesting movie to first watch through. Yeah, I don't think I liked Ocean's Eleven. I didn't really care for. There's not a movie on here that I would be happy to spend the two hours watching yeah you're not you're not loving any of these i'm not loving any of these okay interesting interesting avatar or oh here you go you son of a gun avatar oceans 11 oceans 11 (laughs) oceans 11 okay elf or oceans 11 elf (laughs) are are you looking at a list of movies i don't like how do you not like elf i know you don't like will ferrell but i mean and i'm just sick of people it's not that funny he puts a bunch of candy and sugar in a bowl. <laughs> Hilarious. Stupid movie. <laughs> Pass. Neither. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, good Lord. I'm trying to trying to find other ones. Yeah. You need to go to boring dramas for Aaron. Yeah. Okay. No, Inside... you need to look up good movies. Inside Man or Elf? Inside Man. Thousand I times. Don't know if I've ever even seen Inside oh, Man. Oh, really? really? Yeah. That's a good one. We haven't I think it's one, on right? Netflix. You should definitely see it. Yeah, uh, that one's 
pretty good. Well, I mean, I would pick that one just because I haven't seen it, but so that one I can't give a real answer to. Twenty-eight days later, or Inside Man? Inside Man. Okay. Uh, again, I haven't seen that yeah, one, but just enough, I'm not a big fan of the Twenty Eight Days Later movie, so I would just say Inside Man just because of that. Super bad or Twenty Eight Days Later? Super bad. Golly, <sighs> Twenty Eight Days Later. Have you guys ever seen Donnie Darko? I have. Is it good? I think it's decent. I, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I uh, watched it in college because every college kid I knew loved it. And I think maybe they just talked it up way too much. And I just mm. was like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Donnie Darko or Brokeback? Uh, <laughs> uh, Donnie I mean, Brokeback uh, Broke Mountain's not a bad movie. It's just long and slow. Okay. So probably Donnie Darko. Okay. Donnie Darko or Inglorious Bastards? Donnie Darko. Inglorious Bastards. I actually kind of like that movie. I the the Inglorious Bastards is probably my favorite uh, Tarantino film. All right, Shrek or yes. doesn't Bastards. matter. Shrek, Shrek. <laughs> I didn't didn't even hear what you said, yes. but uh... Shrek got it. Um, okay, Shrek or Zodiac? Shrek, probably really? Shrek. Yeah, just a fun movie. Tonka. This is a donkey. Okay, which which had better performances, Shrek? Shrek, yes. Or <laughs> there will be blood. Oh, <laughs> I mean, fact, okay. The fact that this is taking so long already. No, what I'm okay. There will be blood. Is that's all it is? Is good performances. That's a, not a good movie. I I think people mix up a great performance from Daniel Day Lewis and. A good movie because it's not a good movie it's long and slow and boring that's your type of movie though yeah no no that's even you saying it's that. gotta that's be interesting, interesting. <clears throat> i okay so with some of those movies like if you if you listen to um i guess different critics and like the behind the scenes of like why this character did this and you know like i, I guess like podcasts that are a little more planned than ours like no offense to us, but you know sometimes <laughs> no I feel like we're flying by the side. No, I know what you're saying. Real you know podcasts, saying? yeah, you know, like real podcasts. Yeah, uh, I, I find it interesting that they're like, yeah, from this scene to this scene, you can see, you know, Daniel Day Lewis's character evolve or do the same thing, and his accent is is consistent throughout. It's it's very interesting, but again, like while I'm watching the movie, I'm hating all of my life. Yes, it's a fu- it's a fantastic performance. In a dumb, boring movie. Um, last couple ones we'll do. School of Rock or Shrek? Oh, boy. Probably Shrek, but mm. those are both fun. Yeah, that's a hard one. Okay. We'll probably go with Shrek, yeah. Have you, have you guys ever seen Slumdog Millionaire? No. I have. Is it good? Uh, it's fine. Okay. It's one of those... I have a problem when all these... Academy Award nominated, like people just fawn over it because it was nominated. Like, you know, that doesn't make it a great movie. It's just a fine movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm, I think that's about everything that I wanted to talk to or talk about. Actually, I'm looking at a list right now. Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz? I go Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that I do too, but that's 
those are both great. Like, cause if you ask Shane and Steve, they probably go hot fuzz. Yeah. And, but like either way, I'm not going to be upset with whichever one. Right. I, I think Shane gave hot fuzz a 10. Uh, well, he's, I think given out the most tens. Damn. You okay, Brett? Yeah, you yeah. good over there, my guy? I think I've only given one 10 in the entire podcast. I've given none. Tens don't okay. exist. Shane well, no. has Shane has given out four tens. And Matt has given out oh boy. Lordy, six of them. Whoa. You said oh boy, like it's a ton. That's that a lot. Compared to Steve has given out. So Shane was at four. Matt's at six. Steve is at two. Brent is at two. Two. Two very well-deserving movies, might I add. Saving Saving Private Private Ryan Ryan and Princess Bride. Oh, did I give Princess Bride a 10? All right. I didn't remember that. I'm surprised you didn't give... uh... Anyways... Mike has given out none because he doesn't know how grading skills work. Okay, and no I've... movie is perfect. <laughs> okay, I, I've given out one. I'm doing it right. I'm the only one doing it right. I th- well, you weren't. Well, you were there, but you must not have reviewed Saving Private Ryan because everybody gave that one a ten. Mike did not do Private Ryan. Did not do Princess Bride, which are okay. I think the two highest rated movies that we've done on the podcast. I have gone back and watched both of those films. And they're great. And they're both great. Oh, they're both great for sure. But they're both tens. No, Princess Bride is definitely not a ten. What? You're right. I it's know. like in the said, No, it's not a ten. It's not a ten. I gave it a nine seven five. But... You get a nine point five on my screen. Oh, I have a nine seven five on my. Oh. I'm sure I got my own score right on my spreadsheet. <laughs> well, okay then. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of tens, are we ready to move on to Top Gun? Yeah, that's a point ten. A point point ten, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, let's let's get into Top Gun. Thanks for the transition there. All right, Top Gun from nineteen eighty six, PG film. PG. It's the eighties. It was the eighties. <laughs> Hour and fifty minutes long. As a student, as I'm sorry. As students at the United States Navy's elite fighter weapons school compete to be the best in the class, one daring young pilot learns a few things about a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. What a stupid (laughs) description. It means sex. Okay. I know. What a stupid (laughs) description, IMDb. Good Lord. I love it. Uh, Directed by Tony Scott, written by Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr., and Ehud Yone. Uh, the magazine article titled Top Gun. Starring Tom Cruise, Tim Robbins, Tony's brother, Kelly McGillis, uh, Val Kilmer, Tom Skerritt. Also, I didn't realize that, that was Tim Robbins as Merlin. Yeah, starring is... Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's there for, what, two minutes? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Michael uh, Ironside. That's about yep. it. Yep, and Michael Ironside, good call. Uh, the... Oh wait! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Meg Ryan is Meg also Ryan. here. Yep. Also, Clarence Gilliard Jr. Yeah, the bad guy, hacker guy from Die Hard, and, and Walker Texas and Rangers. Walker, Texas Rangers. Yep. That's oh, all that I've ever seen him in. So I don't know anything. All else. anybody <laughs> has ever seen him in. Come on. Uh, who? Where was? Um, what's her face? 
What's her face? Who was the main female? Is that Kelly McGillis? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it is. Okay. Just making sure we got her in there. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. Have you guys? I'm sure you have. Okay. Well, we won't get into it now, apparently. Uh, Top Gun on Rotten Tomatoes, 57% certified. I'm sorry. It's 57% not certified fresh. That's actually a rotten film. 5.9 out of 10. Audience score, though, of 83%, giving it a 4.1 out of 5. The critics' consensus, and I read this yesterday, and I really agree with it. I'll see what you guys think. Though it features some of the most memorable and electrifying aerial footage shot with an expert eye for action, Top Gun offers too little for non-adolescent viewers to chew on when its characters aren't in the air. Sure. You don't agree with that? You do agree with that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was trying to be much more than what it was. though. I mean, I don't know. It's just, aside from like... Cool stuff. The plot makes no damn sense. It does, but it doesn't. Because there's like they're fighting. Who the hell are they fighting at the end of the movie? Russians, I assume. See, that's the whole thing. I assume. Why does that matter? That's what you're griping about? A little bit, man. Because that matters zero percent. What, but hear me out, because they're like, oh, hey, you just graduated. We don't have anyone else, so you guys have to take this mission. They didn't just graduate from flight school. That was no, the elite of the I elite. I understand, but you, like, there aren't any other pilots. But they're the best pilots. But there's also been... Going like, up against um, these planes that nobody has gone up against, besides Tom Cruise once. Uh, I just... Also, what do you do otherwise? You have to end it that way. Which is why I think flight school was a dumb premise in the first place. It's not flight school. It's okay. not flight school. It's okay. Top Gun. Top Gun school. Whatever. These guys are already established pilots. I, oh, my God. I best. understand. I understand. <laughs> do you, though? I do. I'm saying, like, it just seems... So you want you want Stupid. a 10 minute short film of just them against the bad guys. No, I want I want the trials and tribulations of combat or go like flight school should have been a quarter of this movie. I'm calling it flight school still. You are, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, they learned quickly. Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, experts and I here's just, what you need to know. Mike, yeah, this is all I'm you here. need to know about Top Gun. <laughs> You've already mentioned it's the 80s. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Number two thing you need to know is it's the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number three thing you need to know, it's got a soundtrack straight from the 80s. Ah. Dude, this movie is so 80s, it hurts. That's exactly why it will always be famous for what it is. It, it's like a representation of the 80s. Yeah, it's yeah painful, but without the weird. without the fake eighties like neon that everybody thinks the eighties is the pinks and blues and like this is eighties. I mean, yes. Well, okay, but I do. I think everyone thinks of this neon pink stuff when it's like East Coast, Southeast Coast, like Miami, eighties, like Miami Vice, right? That's when we think of it. This is definitely West Coast. This is. Uh, this is uh, California 80s. 
which is very much how I pictured this. Also, Tom Cruise has the coolest jacket, the <laughs> the leather jacket with the fur on top. I'm gonna get me one of those bad boys. You guys think I could pull mm-hmm. it off? As long as you walk around singing jackets with the fur, just like that. No, nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> please don't, please don't do that ever again. That would be, that would be <clears> great. I said, but anyways, uh, yeah, I I don't know. First of all, had you ever seen this? Fully, no, probably not. Okay, maybe because not since I, my youth. I I feel like. I feel like you weren't expecting exactly what it is when you should have been expecting exactly I, what it is. Dude, this movie is like Gouda. It's Brie. It is cheddar at its finest. This thing is so cheesy. Do you guys not agree? Cheese yeah, is this, good, though. This is, not, um, this is not artistic filmmaking. This was obviously just a dumb blockbuster. Tony Scott, that's all he does. What else but, has he done? Oh, a lot of things. So oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking of Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <gasps> anyway, so after Top Gun, he did Beverly Hills Cop 2. He did another Tom Cruise movie, Days of Thunder. He did The Last Boy Scout, which we reviewed, the yeah. Bruce Willis movie. True Romance, which was a good uh, kind of uh, love action type of thing. The Fan, which is a De Niro movie. Enemy of the State, which you would know, Spy Game with Brad Pitt and Robert Redford, Man on Fire, uh, Domino, and then uh, he apparently did Unstoppable. I didn't know about that, but then he passed away. Mm. Yeah, he did a handful of movies with Denzel. I can't think of them all off the top of my head, but... Uh, Man on Fire and what was the last one I just said? No, I can't find Unstoppable. it. Unstoppable. But there was he a... in that one? Yeah, but there was another one. I can't think of it off the top of my was head. Was Denzel like, in Taking of Pelham 123? Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, so that's the one. Oh my God, why does Chris Pine look I don't so know, wonderfully handsome? No, weird on the front of the Unstoppable. Because you can't peel your eyes away from those. Did he have something? Blues. Did he have something with like planes, trains, and automobiles? Because the Taking of Pelham 123, uh, Unstoppable. Top Gun, just seems like he's got a lot of things for like modes of transportation. You know, they're they're on the move. They make for good action. Apparently, apparently, no. Okay, so going back to Top Gun, though, I guess I just the whole plot is just kind of yes. No, you're you're not wrong. It is stupid because it like, doesn't need it doesn't make sense. No, it it, it really doesn't. And There's we no, honestly don't care. We care about Goose. That that part is, but the whole backstory of his dad and the, the, yeah. the his family name. None of that matters, dude, and nobody it cares about it. Kind of feels like they're just checking boxes. Like you're saying, like it's the '80s. They're just checking boxes of what they think the audience would care about. Like, ooh, sidekick dies. Ooh, love interest, weird silhouetted sex scene, check. <laughs> uh, weird tongue make out in sex scene, check. <laughs> exactly. That's the noises they were making. Uh, the same part of the song used three different times, check. Yeah, but it's a damn good song. Oh, no, it is. But also, uh, I want to give credit there while we talk about that. The guy that did the music, Harold Faltermeyer, 
Mm-hmm. Same guy that came up with the incredible Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack and theme. And he also did the great soundtrack for, what was that, uh, Bruce Willis? Die Hard. Oh, no. His, with uh, Sean William Scott and... Oh, Cop Out. Out. Cop Out, yeah. He did the soundtrack for that too. Interesting. But yeah, okay, so... I also another thing that they just check the box with like bad guy, but turns out to be good guy, sort of like rival Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer never was the bad guy. No, but he, he, you were supposed to not like the, him. Yeah, he was like the antagonist even, of this film. Yeah, even he though he was played like the heel, but right. But like your reason for hating him was supposed to be because he didn't like Maverick, but he's like, I don't like you because you're dangerous. Well, he was dangerous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, when, when, when you watch this as an adult, unlike, uh, you know, when I was 10 or whenever I first mm-hmm. saw this, mm-hmm. you realize Iceman's the real hero and the movie should have been about him, but that would have been a lot more boring. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the one that was better. One top gun held off five enemies while Tom Cruise got his stuff together and mm-hmm. came to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Maverick's not dumb, a great person. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Even Goose. Like, how many times did Goose have to say, that's a bad idea, let's not do this? Yep. And then he just went and go ahead and mm-hmm. do it. But, yeah. I mean, at least the name Maverick's fitting. True. And then but. he, like, uh, this is, this is the uh, kind of character arc that Tom Cruise does in a lot of his movies, the majority of his movies, where he's this cocky maverick type of character, doesn't play by the rules, and then he has to learn to be a better person and work well with others by the end of the movie. I think that's a real-life thing, too. No, but all of his characters... like This one is a flip of a switch. There's Mm -hmm. really no real progression. It's just day and night. But, you know, whatever. It works in this movie. It is just dripping with cheese, like you said. It's. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Was this. So, Risky Business was Tom Cruise's first big role? His first starring role. Right. He was in a few other movies as either like a co star or supporting. But, well, like the outsiders, I was well, that was a bit part, but he was in the movie, I think it was just called Taps. Yep, with okay. Sean Penn, and he was a bigger part in that, but he wasn't the lead. And then there's Losing Endless Love. It, I yeah. think he was, I think it was called Losing It. That's a bad movie, but he was uh, in but it. yes, Risky Business, and then All the Right Moves. So basically, from Risky Business on, he was the leading man. Interesting. Because I was going to say, he was only... He looked young in this film. He looked so incredibly young. And so kind of like what, a child. 23 when this came out? 24? He would have been 23 20, during filming, probably. Yeah, 22, 23 during filming. So, yeah, he's young. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. There's a reason he looked young. Yeah. God, it's kind of crazy. What am I doing with my life? And I'm like twice the age of 23. You're not twice the age of 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are at least. No, we aren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So 
how was Tom Cruise's performance? We didn't really talk about that. Uh, not great. No, just this bad. Yeah, but you you could see why yeah. he became what he was—the charm and the the character. I mean, it wasn't. I Tom Cruise, I think, is underrated for his ability to act. He's not the greatest. He has been nominated for a few Oscars, which I think were deserved. But in this movie, he you could tell it was raw. It was not good. But the character, I think it, he worked well with the character, but the bits that needed, I don't know. Can you, we've already talked about how dumb and pointless the plot is. Can you really blame him for not, I feel like he did what he could with it. I guess. I don't know. I just but even Shia LaBeouf has said like when the movie can't like you when when the writing is bad you blame the writer but when you can't make the the writing come to life in any situation you blame the actor right he said something along those lines I'm paraphrasing obviously and he was talking yeah. about well, Indiana this, Jones this, King of the Crystal Skull we, we talked about it this was early in his career I mean obviously he went on to work with and perform well with great act. i mean right after this the color of money alongside paul newman he wasn't great in it but you you could see the progression from i mean let's just right. say a few years from top gun to color of money to rain man i don't know if you've ever seen rain man but he was very good yeah, we in did it. on the show i'm pretty sure we did that on the show right we did the color of money yeah i don't think we did rain man yet i've seen rain man though but okay but anyway then a few good men like obviously toe-to-toe with a great actor i mean it, it mm-hmm. i wouldn't put top gun up as this is probably one of his worst performances to be honest interesting doesn't make it a bad movie i mean the rest of it makes it a bad movie <laughs> <laughs> Golly. i will no i will say there the the cinematography and like the action i loved in this movie because you got to remember this is like before a lot of cg I mean, they did a lot of great things with how they filmed this movie. Do you guys agree or disagree? I mean, I can't imagine the effort that was involved in the 80s to capture the, I mean, I'm sure it was just a lot of fancy editing, but to capture the aerial dogfight type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the budget was, but I can't imagine it was cheap to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think Tom Cruise at this point was uh, flying the planes? Oh, no. Absolutely. No. Yeah, that was him flying those planes. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. That's the answer I wanted. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this was only budgeted for $15 million. Really? That's I mean, but it's the low. 80s. But it's the 80s. So what yeah, does that just, mean? They just put it on their credit cards. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So what 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 do we talk about next? Acting who okay, the only one that I will say was good because let's not just harp on Tom Cruise being not so great in it. Nobody was great in it except Tom Skerritt was decent. Um by the way, 100 or 15 million dollars back then is like 51 million now. So, so still, still not a lot. lot. Yeah. But it's you know a good amount. Um, who's what did you say about Tom Skerritt? 
he was the only one that I would even call decent performance. Like even Val Kilmer, who we know can do well in movies, was not good at all. Meg Ryan, mm-hmm. not good. Uh, Kelly McGillis, not good. Goose, actually, Goose might have been the I was best actor say, in here. Anthony Edwards as <laughs> yeah. Goose, I really enjoyed. Because he felt like a real human being instead of a caricature like the rest of them. Yes, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think this type of movie. That's that's like uh, picking apart acting in something like Joe Dirt. Like, really, does it matter? I mean, you're right, but uh, it's just if you talk to anyone above the age of like 25 about Top Gun, I swear every one of them is like, "Oh, that's a great movie." And then I watch it, and I'm like, "Eh." I yeah, but they're saying great movie in a different way than saying they're saying, not saying great movie like top 10 of all time. No, no, Aaron should this, be nominated. This is exactly what it's like. And, and this is this might frustrate you that your head might explode by this comparison. Oh, my God. Yep. Hear me out. The, them saying Top Gun is a great movie is like someone nowadays saying Captain America is a great movie. Yeah, it's probably even worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. No, it's it's like saying uh any of the Avengers. Let's not just say Captain America. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like okay, so it's a personal film. taste because I will never say Avengers is a great movie because it doesn't interest me and they bore me to death. Superhero movies are just boring right, to me. Right, right. But they're meant to just be a blast. It's escapism. It's big budget, big name actors, and it's an event. That's what this is. I I went, uh, I think this would have been what, 20, what would have been the 20, maybe it's the 30th anniversary of the release. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 2016. 16. Yeah. I went to theaters to see this movie and it was packed and people were so excited. It was one of the best theater experiences that I've ever been to. It's, it's uh, you know, parents taking their kids to see this movie that they loved yeah. for the first time. And it's that like people they cheering and people. I mean, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They could watch that weird sex scene together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate none of this makes sense. Like, what are we doing with a slow motion volleyball scene? And then it just then- ends so abruptly. Like, yeah, I got to go. Yep. Okay, it's so right. like it's checking the boxes. We talked about oh, this. Oh yeah. It's literally was, just like that was just so the stars could take their shirts off and yeah. show their muscles, even yep. though I would definitely be goose with the shirt on still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole time I I mean I think I even mentioned it last night when we were talking. It's like the whole time, like who the hell plays volleyball in, in jeans? jeans? Yeah. That's Dude, all I could think about. My my girlfriend Laura. Well, well, like kind of blurt some things out. And this movie was, I think, especially full of them just because it was so stupid. And she laughed at multiple points of like the plot making absolutely no sense. Uh, But she said out loud, why is he in jeans? (laughs) Like, (laughs) they've just watched. I don't know. I don't Uh, know. Levi sponsorship. Yeah. Right. That's just like the Pepsi sponsors in this film. Pepsi cans were everywhere. Did you guys notice that? Oh yeah, yeah. There were a lot of pretty blatant. Uh, yeah, they needed extra money to to for those planes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you cannot deny the uh, 
pop culture references oh, for and sure. impacts like all of the lines i had a boss for years when i was working in retail in college that when you asked something and he would say no instead of saying no he would say negative ghostwriter <laughs> because of this movie yeah or uh i mean obviously i have the need the need for speed i mean so many references yeah. from this movie yeah that is true or talk to me, Goose. How many times have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he doesn't even say it, but I feel like a lot of people paraphrase, kind of like Star Wars. They get the they get the quote wrong. They they don't say, or he they says uh, he says it. No, no, like no, when... not that one, not that one, not that oh, one. Okay. Yeah, he says I won't let you down, but he's talking to Goose. But people in real life say I won't I won't let you down, Goose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, if you guys had a call sign, what would it be? Oh, I was thinking about this. I wanted to do this bit because I was thinking specifically for you. Because first of all, I can't God. ever picture you flying a freaking. Like, <laughs> Why not, <What's laughs> it, bro? Are you kidding? I'll be like um, Maverick. I just do what the hell I want. No, I I Bye came guys. up with you. Uh, the only thing I could think of that Squeak. was even halfway decent was Sid from Ice Age. What? Yep, you'd be Sid. I'd be so sexy. <laughs> Why would mine be Sid? I don't like because that. Because just, I mean, that's you. Can I be just be sloth instead? <laughs> okay, that works. All right. Jesus, I'm a sloth. Uh, do you have one for yourself, or were you just trying no, to bully I, me? I, I was just. I don't know. I couldn't think uh, of one for myself. Oh God, that's funny. Uh, Brent, do you have one for yourself? I or for Aaron, for that matter. It, so I don't know. You haven't thought of it. No. Mm. <laughs> we'll have to the next time I mean, we're all on a show together. The call we'll sign to... is just like a nickname, and I mean, I had a nickname all through high school, so it'd probably just be that. Be Frenchy. Yeah. It definitely would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Brent's for sure. So does do they all have to have? You know, because these are all cool call signs like where's just the guy that goes by bob or rick they all have them in the movie i know that's what i mean i just want one guy to be like oh hey Dwayne, you got my back no that's the rock Dwayne. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i'm I'm looking even through like the the character list and even some of the characters that don't even have imdb pictures have like things like sprawl i guess that's another uh, one that i can find you don't but remember sprawl i don't remember sprawl but chipper oh here's Stinger, a good Hollywood, call sign radio Sun. operator Ooh, <laughs> perry siental perry you got my back perry <laughs> i don't know why but it's not so funny uh okay well we'll have to think of one for aaron uh listeners if you have a call sign for aaron if you've been listening for long enough, send us an email. It, it would probably be something like grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could be like dwarf because a red dwarf, but also like uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs when one of them's grumpy. You know, just or sneezy, sneezy, or, or, itchy, or dopey. Why would, <laughs> what? Why would I be those? Well, no, but I'm just you know, just in general. But I think I think dwarf would be yours, just based off today's episode alone. Yeah, I think he's the tallest of the bunch, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go with it. We'll go right. with it. Dwarf. One of those ironic nicknames. Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> I love it. Um, I, I feel like we didn't dive too deep into this movie aside from making fun of it a, a little bit. Um, but are you, are we ready to rate it? 
don't I, think there's too much to dive into. Yeah, I mean, all it is, it's a blockbuster meant to be fun. Uh, it's it's remembered. Obviously, it had a big impact on, like I said, all the pop culture impact that it had. But I I think it'll just always be remembered, and people will always consider it a great movie, even though it's definitely not a great movie if you're looking at it from just a completely subjective standpoint. Right. Yeah. Um, so do you want to, do you want to rate it, Aaron? Well, let's, so let's start off. Steve and Shane watched it. Oh, did they give scores? Yeah. They sent scores in the love text. It. Love it. Shane gives it an eight. Oh my God. Because, oh, come on. What do you mean? Oh my God. It's an eighties action movie. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. The, the room is just spinning. <laughs> okay. Steve gave it 7.75. Uh-huh. They didn't really give reasons for this. They scores, didn't. No, that's fine. Um, that's fine. But going back to the whole '80s thing, that's the only reason Shane yeah. would have given '80s action Definitely. movie. Shane loves Tony Scott too. Oh my god. Okay, uh, Aaron, what do you give? Uh, and I think of the group, I'm the biggest backer of Tom Cruise, and even I'm not going to go that high. It is. I, I mean, I always love going back to this movie. I've seen it, I don't know how many times. I've seen it twice in theaters now. Uh, I I love it for what it did for Tom Cruise's career. It's still not even one of my, probably not even top five Tom Cruise movies. But I still think it's just a fun, and I will always love it for the experience I had in the theater that one time. So this is obviously biased, but I give it a seven. Okay. Okay. It's not a size I thought I'd, uh, that I thought you. Yeah, would I thought you would be higher than that. Yep, Brent. What about you? Um, I feel like yours is even going to be lower than mine, but mine's not like super low. It's not too far off from Aaron's. I give it a six point seven five. Iceman teeth chomps. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's so funny. Uh, I'm giving it a six. It's just not. Would I recommend it to people? Maybe. I don't know. It's just not it's not great. Um, but that gives the final score of 7.1 cumulative total. Um, are you guys looking forward to Top Gun 2? I know Aaron is. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I'll probably see it eventually. I'm not like, oh, my God, Top Gun 2, yes. Yeah, but I mean, eventually I'll see it. That's kind of how I am as well. I'm just I'm thinking just like, Top Gun with hopefully a little bit more for a story but you know with the technology nowadays and the fact that i mean all the behind the scenes stuff that they've already released leads me to believe it's going to be some pretty crazy stuff and that's pretty much what tom cruise's career now is to top every last movie he's done with more crazy stunts but yeah i just hope it's worth it yep Okay, so seven point one is the final score. This or Dirty Dancing? Oh, this. Dirty Dancing. Toss up. Okay, this or Gone Baby Gone? Oh, that. I don't remember what Gone Baby Gone was. This or Speed? Speed. This. Speed. Speed. Yeah. (laughs) Speed has a, a, a what most people refer to as a plot. Uh, <laughs> this or the cabin Barely, in the woods. but it's there. Yeah. What was that one? Sorry, cabin in the woods. Oh, this. Uh, that. yeah, this. 
This or Galaxy Quest? Oh, oh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Definitely. This or Chef? Chef. Ooh. I might go this. Well, you're wrong. Yeah, you are wrong. This or Annihilation? I haven't seen that. This. I'd say Annihilation. This or um, Tenet? Ooh. This? I that one either. Yeah, that, I don't these think are, These are all better movies, but I'd rather watch Top Gun. Interesting. See, I feel like that's how a lot of people feel, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't you tell me put, how to feel. Yeah, you got to put I entertainment do. in there. I like, there, like he said, like I'm not, a, I wasn't a huge fan of this. There's a lot of those are better movies, but yeah, I, I mean, Tenet is definitely a better movie, but I think watching Top Gun would be more enjoyable the, the next time around. This uh, last one we'll do this or Collateral. Oh, that's a much better Tom Cruise movie. Mm-hmm. I might go that just because I like that performance. Yep. I, I like I've, seeing him as a bad guy. I know I've seen that movie, but I don't remember a lot about it. The one with Jamie Foxx and he's a taxi yeah. driver. No, like I know, like I said, I know I've seen okay. it, but I don't like remember a lot about it. So I don't know. So apparently it was forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. So probably Top this. Gun. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, again, guys, 7.1 for Top Gun. Join us online at moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. Next week, I believe Matt has the pick. Yep. So we will uh, be having actually. I don't know. The next two weeks might be a little wonky for us recording, so we might have to push one. Oh, or two yeah. Because we'll be, be on vacation all week. Yep. A lot of us are going on vacation. So uh, just stay tuned. Join us on our website, moviereviewcrew.com. And uh, until then, someone on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.